Alright, we want to welcome you guys back to the channel. This is Stern's Tech Talk. I am JD. And I got my co-host Jim Miguel. And uh, we do apologize for that break there. Uh, we had a few weeks of uh, scheduling conflicts and I was also on vacation. So, But we are back at it and we have uh, quite a bit to go over. Some things to catch up on. And uh, the first thing is actually the new kid on the block, uh, the Nothing Phone 1. Um, evidently it has some issues. Uh, that people have been seeing where there's a green tint display problem um, which is not necessarily anything new in the um, mobile world uh, iPhone has definitely been one of the um, main models that has had issues with that in the past so um, neither of us obviously have the phone so we can't actually give any personal uh, experiences on that but um, and it's not really like any of the main consumers out there have uh, purchased it either, but it's definitely something to uh, just be aware of, um, at least uh, in um, European markets for sure. Um, and then there's also some news about, um, well, there's lots of news about Apple, as always. But according to uh, Mark Gurman, um, Apple could be launching an Apple Watch Pro. And um, it will have probably five to seven percent larger screen um possibly some more added pro features but it could come with a hefty price tag between 900 to a thousand dollars so i'm not sure how you feel about that one but um i'm kind of curious if there's even a market for that uh like you said before any fanboys out there are gonna get it um i don't even happen apple watches i've mentioned before in the show but um if I was interested in it, I'd have to definitely have a few test days just to see. I'm sure there are much better improvements and a larger screen, you know, that is nicer. Um, I'm not, the price probably does match, you know, its output of worth and value. Um, but as we've seen with Apple, they do overprice certain things just based on, you know, who they are as a company and such. But, uh, it'll be interesting to see how this, uh, works out uh, if it does get a lot of revenue or whatnot yeah it's supposed to come evidently with some of the rumors out there it's saying that it'll come with the uh, titanium material um, for the casing so uh, it okay. definitely has a de definitely has some pro designs there uh, my, my only question is it's like okay um, you know if you wanted to you know increase revenue on a certain model or introduce a new model then it's got to have pro features and if it has pro features then in my opinion, it would have to be new features because yeah. Um, otherwise, you have to take away features from the base models, you know, Series 7. And yeah. um, I'm not really sure how that would work. Or in this case, it's going to be the Series 8. Yeah, I think everyone would be pretty upset with that because, you know, they're losing what they would have gotten with that base model. And now the Pro comes out and they have to upgrade with a even higher price tag. I just don't see them doing that. Just because it, it wouldn't be a good uh, trade-off for them, but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to though to see what those features might be. Um, yeah, they're gonna try absolutely to, to, to implement there. So, um, also moving on to uh, iOS 16, um, according to Steve Mosier, they have gone through some of the code and well, specifically Xcode, and it looks like the always-on display is going to be a little bit more impressive than we actually anticipated. Um, they have um, kind of 
messed with the Xcode and kind of tested the actual feature out. And evidently what it's doing is it's dimming down the lock screen to, hmm. you know, one or two hertz. And so it darkens everything, but you still get to see the wallpaper. Whether or not this is something that Apple is actually going to implement in the final release is, you know, obviously yet to be um, ascertained. But as far as the idea of it, it's it's actually pretty, you know, cool. I, I think it has, you know, um, I think it has a place, you know, in the in the features on there. But for me, I honestly, the only thing I really care about is just, you know, the information that's being shown on the lock screen. So whether or not it's a wallpaper, that's neither here nor there. But I think some people would like it, so... Yeah, for sure. I'm a. Uh, I actually don't. I don't think the 13 doesn't have always on display, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah, so this is only going to be yeah. for the 14 Pro and the 14 Pro Max. And, of course. Um, a lot of a lot of analysts out there are extremely hesitant or apprehensive that it will even you know come to the 13 Pro and 13 Pro Max just because um, I think there might even be some hardware conflicts um, with trying to do that. So, um, but. I'm definitely looking forward to iOS 16 as a you know public release in the fall. So, um, moving For on sure. along with the iPhone 14, um, and these are the base models. So the iPhone 14, iPhone 14 Plus. This is from Shrimp Apple Pro um, on Twitter. So they may be keeping the A15 processor like we've talked about, but evidently it will pack a faster cellular modem inside, and then some other internal design changes that will lend some improvements. Um, what they are hasn't really been you know disclosed to the public or even as of rumors but um you know at least there is some sort of differentiation between you know the 14 and the 13 models so um however minimal they are you know that's up to the consumer whether or not they want to upgrade but um uh, you know at least there is some small changes there yeah at least there's something i was always under the impression for the last few months that they were going to be exactly the same there weren't going to be major changes and i feel like it would just be a downfall for apple because then no one's going to buy the 14 or 14 plus or whatever. Uh, well, maybe the 14 plus just because, you know, it's a max version. It just doesn't have the pro features and people would like a bigger phone. So yeah, definitely lower price. So, so yeah, probably yeah. people would want that, but it is good to hear now that we are getting some, you know, some subtle improvements. Yeah. That yes. are going to, you know, affect the user's experience. So that at least is a plus I would say. Yeah. And I, I guess, um, when you kind of analyze it further, I think that would be technically for, you know, more of the um, power user because I think only them, they're really going to care oh, okay. about, um, you know, faster speeds and downloads and stuff like right, that. But, right, right. Um, you know, if they were paying attention to it, then, you know, that's something they would care about versus just the average consumer. So, but it's mm -hmm. still there. Um, and then another small tidbit, the uh, AirTags. So actually, Miguel, you just bought one, right? Mm-hmm. I did buy one. You finally bought one. Yeah. Do you like Finally. it? Finally. I actually really do. I could literally just say, you know, you know whose name, and then say, where are my keys? And then instantly, there's a ring somewhere in the apartment, and I can find it easily. So it's really handy, and I really love it a lot. So big fan of it. Yeah, for all the cons out there as far as, you know, how it can be misused. Yeah, no of course. No one's ignoring that. But right. For for what it was designed for, it's definitely, it definitely serves its purpose. And I, I have, uh, I think, yeah, I've got a, I got four. 
Um, we have two key fobs for our Honda, and then we also have um, a Camry and then a Pontiac G6. So we've got four, and um, they have always been helpful just, just to find in case we lose it or if it's somewhere. Uh, it was actually interesting, just a minor, you know, um, interjection. Uh, so I'm sitting at home, and um, I'm, like, thinking, okay, actually, I'm, I'm kind of in the mood to go out for, you know, lunch, you know, on a work day. And um, so... My wife is at work, we got a babysitter, and I look at the phone, I look at the items because I'm trying to find my camera keys, and I'm like, wait a second, they're not in this house. They're, like, at my wife's workstation, so. Oh. Um, yeah, so I'm like, I text my wife, I'm like, hey, I see, it looks like you have the uh, camera keys in your purse, which was hilarious because I, when I looked on the map, it wasn't like I left them in the Honda because that's what she took. It was actually in the building where she works, so I knew for a fact it was in her purse, so. But it just goes to show you that's how helpful it can be, just knowing that, okay, I don't have to, like, spend time looking for this. I know it's not near me. So I'm like, oh, you have camera keys. It's a good thing we have the G6 with us. So Yeah, and but, I, always, um, I always lose my keys, so it is really helpful. Yeah, 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 for sure. But, yeah, there's just a personal anecdote there. Um, but uh, the main reason for this is they have actually removed the battery level um, icon for when you're in the um, Find My app. So when you look at your items and stuff like that, you used to be able to actually see what the battery level was. I don't think it was, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think it was a percentage. I do think it was like a little icon though, at least, so you could actually see, okay, so I changes or not. But evidently they've removed it with the latest update. Why, I don't know. I felt like that was always a good way to tell, okay, am I getting low? Or yeah. Whatever. So. I don't know how that um, works. That um, The battery, do you just replace like the like a small one of those round flat batteries to it or how does that yeah work? so when you actually have the uh the, the um, air tag it's the silver cap so you kind of like press down and then unscrew it and that cap comes off oh uh, okay those, um, okay yeah watch batteries larger watch battery but yeah yeah that seems so, like they would have kept that it seemed like it'd be a very important thing for a user's experience to know if their battery's gonna die i really don't know why they would have taken that out Exactly. It's yeah. Weird. I'm like, I, I don't know when mine is dying. And sometimes there are times when I'm like, it's having a hard time locating it. So like, I'll go like maybe 20 or 30 seconds. And I'm like, it's still not finding it. So I'm like, okay, is my battery low or something? Or what's the deal? So um, yeah, that was kind of a little bit of an annoyance for me just because I mean, like, out of all the features that you would remove, why would Apple do that? So yeah. um, I've used Tile for quite a few years, and they've always had their, you know, battery sensors, or they'll let you know when the battery's low and such. So um, but yeah, so just a little uh, tidbit there for you guys who are using out AirTags. Uh, if you are looking for that um, um, battery level, it's it's not going to be there, especially if you've updated to the latest uh, firmware for that, So, which is automatically done anyway, so it's not like you can prevent it unless you want to, you know, keep it from the Wi-Fi, which is pointless because then it's you can't use it. But um, moving along, so we are still talking about uh, Apple with uh, Mark Gurman. So he said that uh, we could be seeing um, some new MacBook Pros here in the fall uh, launching. One is the 14 and the other is the 16 inch. And evidently, according to his rumor, it should pack the M2 Pro and M2 Max chipsets. So, um, that part I kind of would be looking forward to. I wasn't really excited about the um, MacBook Air with the M2. Um, I mean, I like the design and everything, but the actual M2 chip is just like it's only going to be like a small, you know, step forward in an iteration of the M1. But as far as the M2 Pro and the M2 Pro Max, um, or not Pro Max, but the M2 Max, 
we'll be seeing those in the uh, MacBook Pros um, potentially that'll be launching in the fall. So um, I'm not sure if you're excited about those at all or even whenever they launch. Um, yeah. So um, when they originally released um, that, you know, that amazing ad that we always talk about the, the creepy, crazy one about voice. the yeah the so yes. many stinking cores i was in awe of it and i was amazed and you were too and now it's gotten to a point where it's like well they're kind of nothing's really changed too much we've so leveled now, off yeah it's 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 like can apple go further and i'm sure they can in years to come you know they're releasing new products and there might be some slight differences here and there but the chipsets are obviously mostly what matter in terms of speed and productivity and that kind of thing so now we're kind of getting just the same kinds of things so i'm not really you know surprised or amazed by this again it is great that uh we've come so far in advancement of technology that we're able to create these kind of chipsets that have that kind of speed um but it's just in terms of apple i'm not really too surprised by it yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's not like they're going to be changing the design or anything. Obviously, they've already right. done that last year, so yeah. there's nothing to look forward to there. But evidently, the rumors do indicate that it's going to be more geared towards GPU improvement. So okay, um, and that's I good. Think they're trying to yeah, I think they're trying to gear more towards those professional users and give them a little bit more power to um, to have access to. So, but yeah, <laughs> that'll be coming up. Um, should be coming up according to the rumor in the fall event, um, unless they have a secondary fall event. We're not really sure about that either. Apple kind of can throw some. Uh, curveballs in there so um, speaking of processors um, we had the summit event invite dates released so that's November 15th and the 17th and of course we're expecting the Snapdragon 8 Gen 2 um, so I'll be interested to see kind of, kind of what the performances are going to be for that with the specs but um, uh, I don't know I'm not really it's not like something I'm super excited about just because I don't really know what uh, improvements they will be making and how big it will be. So. I mean, obviously, it's a. I assume it's a better processor, have better features, and you know that kind of thing. So, um, wait to see it's how that typical. it's implemented. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And so, and I mean, if they do come out with something amazing or you know unexpected, you know that that'll be great. But it's not like I'm anticipating anything super amazing. So, um, right. but uh, moving along with that, um, one. Uh, phone that actually does have the Snapdragon 8 Gen 1 is the OnePlus 10T. Um, that'll be coming out here. Actually, it's going to be on the uh, 10th of August, so it's this month. It'll be on the 10th they're expected to launch that phone. Uh, kind of an interesting tweak to their design. Evidently, they're removing the silent uh, slash alert slider. So I just kind of found that a bit annoying. I'm someone who came from using OnePlus for years. I uh, had the OnePlus uh, 6, and then I jumped to the 7 Pro, and um, they're they're really good phones for, you know, Androids, and I like them. I like the design. I like the clean operating system, um, even though they've kind of pushed more closer to kind of Samsung's UI, but um, yeah. I definitely enjoyed them, and obviously they've been raising their prices like crazy, but um, that key feature right there, that kind of just uh, put me off a little bit. Um, I'm not sure if you really care about that feature on your iPhone um, because that's definitely something that's like, I think that's the only Android that I know of that has that feature. So. Oh, I keep mine silent a lot of the times um, just because if I'm, you know, at church or whatever, or if I'm, you know, in a meeting or something, uh, that's kind of an important <laughs> feature that I really need. And to see uh, OnePlus take that is, it is a setback, I think, for them. I don't know why. 
why they would be doing that but um yeah i mean i just i was like i was like man i loved having that silent feature on my phone and to think that they're going to make newer models that don't have that i'm sure other you know consumers are going to kind of be a little bit irritated to i maybe even the point where they may not even buy it i'm not sure that's that's really up to the consumer i don't know if it's that detrimental of a feature or you know that's that's in the you know eye of the beholder i think that uh you know i at one plus had its peak and now they're kind of just slowly moving down the hill here and i think people are starting to move away from it. i could be wrong might be i'm just speculating at this point but just seeing how they've are they've only released like the pro and then i think this is the t so it's two devices on the 10 um and that's it. Yeah, I think the if I'm not mistaken, the 10 Pro, I, uh, that didn't even. Uh, it took a while for that to even um, kind of surface. So um, yeah, not a yeah, whole I lot of discussion on it. Yeah, I think they've definitely. Again, I think they've they've done the same thing where they've kind of um, leveled off um, with their product as a whole, whether I should say the company as a whole, really. Um, so it's not really something that's that's impressed me lately. I haven't really seen anything that was like, oh, that's really good. I really need to try that out. That would be something cool. Um, if you're yeah. talking about major comparisons, oh, absolutely. I think they should be in there to at least compare with it because, you know, they are, a, you know, a big-time competitor. They've be, they've actually become that. But it's not a company that, you know, I'd be like, okay, that's the one I would recommend to people um, because I, yeah. I really think that if you're looking for an Android, that that's still, I think Samsung still holds that, um, if not Google, depending on, you know, what kind of user you are, so... But um, moving on, um, speaking of Samsung, we have Dewey did get the official announcement for the Galaxy Unpacked event, and that is also on August 10th. So, um, again, I'm, I'm excited for the fold and the flip, so um, I'm looking forward to, to seeing um, maybe some changes that they've made. Um, and unfortunately, uh, we do have some rumors that they might be expected to get more expensive, So, which is really a bummer for me just because i felt like uh at least with the flip that was a phone that you could have for the masses which is sad to say because yeah. it's a thousand dollar phone but <laughs> when you look at other iphone users or pro users or whatever like that that that's a price that unfortunately now we're in that stage where people are willing to pay that um but if they're going to get more expensive we'll have to see what and if this is true uh, if, if the price hike is real and what kind of uh, jump it's going to be um it's just I, I was kind of like bummed by hearing that. So yeah, I mean, um, I'm just looking on here, um, just some statistics in regards to the uh, the folds. Uh, says uh, Samsung luckily sold about 1.02 million foldables in 2019 and 2020. So it seems like they are somewhat of a popular phone. A lot of people seem to like them. Uh, my guess is they probably increased in popularity. That could be a reason why, um, pertaining to their, um, increased price. Uh, I'm not sure if that's it, but, or if they're just new features that they're adding. I, I do you know any new I features? I mean, I'm sure part of it could probably be like an inflation mark. Um, right. We, that's always yeah. possible. But, um, Again, I'd have to I'd have to see I'd have to see what kind of jump it's going to be. I mean, if we're talking like maybe twenty five or fifty bucks, that's not so bad. It's still up, but um, if we're talking like maybe a hundred, hundred and fifty, two hundred, that's now we're getting into the stage where I'm like, okay, this is no longer technically for the masses. Now, granted, you always get those trading discounts via Samsung, and you know if you pay maybe half the price, but um, the starting that doesn't change the fact that if you raise the price, then that means the trading price is going to raise as well. So. Right. 
but uh, I don't really want to prolong that topic. But um, uh, I do have more interesting information on Samsung, though, because the S23 and S24 are expected to come with the Snapdragon chipsets. Um, at least that's the, the rumor. But uh, after that, we could possibly see some in-house processors from Samsung uh, ship with the S25, potentially. Hmm. Um, we kind of talked about this, uh, at least Miguel and I did in the past, where um, we were curious what Samsung would do when they actually got to the point where they could fix all the issues with the Exynos chipset and get to a point where it's actually uh, proficient. Uh, consumers can you know, just use the phone without having to worry about maybe performance issues or heat issues. Um, you know, it's, it's something that um, Apple... Um, even Google, to some some degree, has um, been able to achieve with their custom silicone. So um, that is something I am definitely looking forward to just because I want to see another custom silicone out there that is actually um, successful. Um, just because uh, we do have quite a few out there that they know how to design a chipset that um, the consumer can enjoy and not have to worry about you know running to the background or depleting the battery faster or whatnot. So... Um, I don't know if you have any input on that. Personally, it's kind of already far off into the, into the distance. We're talking, you know, two or three years away. But um, that's still something to think about, though. Yeah, it is something we have uh, talked about in the past about Samsung. I actually am glad that they're um, moving off on their own, or at least they're rumored to be, expected to be, um, and making their own processors. Um, maybe even possibly making processes that are better than Snapdragon. That's a possibility. It is a possibility. I think it's a very uh, that is that is the biggest challenge though, because yeah. Qualcomm has been in the business for so long. You know, um, producing those chipsets for high-end phones, mid-rangers, budget phones. Um, so to actually come out ahead is gonna is definitely gonna be something that. I think will probably take quite a few generations of that uh, custom silicone to achieve. Um, the only thing that, like I like we talked about before, you know, what happens to you know Snapdragon if more and more people go you know custom silicone? Um, does Snapdragon or does Qualcomm start making their own phones, or hopefully other other manufacturers will continue to use them? That'll that'll be something to uh, something to think about in the future for sure. Well, we are getting ready to uh, close out this episode, but I did want to mention something pretty interesting, and this is this is kind of for the people that um, like to theorize. They like to um, kind of imagine what would happen if such and such uh, a product was created or released. But um, over the past... Um, decade or so probably even longer apple has filed for over 240 automobile patents mm. and um, lately they have assembled quite the team to develop design and engineer um, what many of us had long hoped would be the apple car uh, not apple card but the apple car um, so apple has already pulled on senior design designers from uh, porsche tesla mclaren as well as aston martin um, they've also had the previous car safety development from Ford, so the chief for that. Uh, they had engineers from Volvo, Rivian, Tesla, Mercedes, and BMW's former chief of the EV division. Not to mention um, Stephen Bowers. So he also headed up the autopilot department for uh, Tesla. Hmm. 
And according to 9to5Mac, uh, this article came out last week, they had hired Luigi Terraborelli. And for those of you who don't know who he is, he worked in the research and development division for Lamborghini and was involved with the vehicles such as the Huracan, the Urus, and the famed Aventador. So um, that is quite the team they're trying to assemble over there at Apple, and it definitely looks like they are going to push for an Apple car. Um, there's been some rumors, there's been some speculation on, you know, when that might take place or when we might at least get like a, uh, an announcement. Um, a lot of people are saying 2025. So, um, that is something that definitely excites me. Uh, I'm a big fan. Um, I know it's hilarious because you kind of look at all the uh, tech analysis out there. Um, MKBHD, Unbox Therapy, uh, Zolotech, John Renninger. They're all into cars, Teslas, stuff like that, and um, it's no different here at uh, Stern's Tech Talk. I, I'm a big fan of cars. I love to look at them, uh, drive them, and just yeah. kind of see what's coming around the corner. So to hear this and kind of see how it's developing, um, it's it's been rumored for many, many years. I mean, the initial rumor kind of came out around 2013, 2014, when it really kicked off with some of those patents. And since then, it's kind of just been a little bit hush-hush and we've kind of just looked at some things that have continued but really never made a big deal about this but now i really do feel like it's it's starting to develop into something worth noting yeah for sure and if if all goes according to plan then apple will be the first um i guess mobile device producer that creates a car uh as far as i'm aware uh so that would uh that's amazing, and that is actually some amazing news because I we've discussed it a lot, um, and we have made theories on renders, yeah, yeah, on, on how it would look, um, sort of things we do. We did, I think, we actually also talked about Apple CarPlay and how those would be implemented into different manufacturers. If that's not enough for any of you listeners to think, oh, that's not really going to happen, the fact that they actually came out with um, that new update um, from iOS sixteen to have that Apple CarPlay uh, have a full embedded software in the um, vehicle from the manufacturer, that is probably one of the biggest indications that we're going to actually see an Apple car. Yeah. They've already had their full-on operating system that can run everything from the speedometer to other um, information gauges. So um, that's probably one of the biggest things that says, okay, this is definitely going to happen. And, um, for me, I mean, if you got that many people that you've pulled on from former, um, major automobile companies, then, um, you're not wasting money on that for no reason at all. You actually have, you actually have a, a goal that you want to achieve. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really stoked about this. That is like some of the best news I've heard in regards to tech in the last couple of years. <laughs> So that's yeah, really and I great. mean that's just it. I mean, I I'm I'm part of a Facebook group. Um, actually, a couple of Facebook groups. Um, one is a Mac uh, group. The other one's um, some iPhone tricks and stuff like that. And um, you know, you see comments on there, and you're like, well, Apple hasn't really done anything over the past decade, or even since you know Steve Jobs passed away. And to some degree, that that it really is true. I mean, yeah, they had the Apple Watch, and they've made some improvements to performance and such like that. But nothing, nothing to the point where, you know, you look back and you're thinking, okay, this is 1984. Steve Jobs, you know, releases the Macintosh, um, you know, late 90s, 
Steve Jobs pulls out the iMac, um, early 2000s, iPod, you know, and then the iPhone in 2007. So there were a lot of amazing revolutionary devices that were part of the leadership with Steve Jobs. And since then, you really haven't seen anything that was like, oh, that's really, really, you know, jaw-dropping. Because um, even with the Apple Watch, I mean, you already had smartwatches in the industry. It wasn't anything like, oh, that's, that's big news. And I mean, you could say the same thing about the Apple car, because obviously this is, you know, yeah. clearly not the first car. But it definitely has uh, piqued my interest, and I'm obviously it's piqued yours for sure. So yeah. <laughs> um, we will definitely keep you guys updated on any news that comes out for this Um yeah, so uh, that brings us to the end of this episode. If you guys uh, enjoyed what we've been talking about, uh, what we plan to talk about, you know, things in the future, uh, please go ahead and leave us a like. Uh, go ahead and subscribe for future updates about when we post stuff on Spotify and such. And uh, we will catch you guys in the next episode. Peace out.